When you're a working mom, especially if you work outside the home, extra time or free time is very hard to come by. And that's not discounting those that work from home or remote, as I do. I work my corporate job remotely, and it's still very demanding of my time. I'm with three kids, and in the evenings, I'm running around the place like a crazy woman, getting dinner ready with all of the activities. And before you know it, it's like you blink, and the week's over, and we're on the weekend. But I used to say yes to everything because I'm a doer. I'm also a strategist, so I know I can jump in, I can get things done, and I can get them done pretty well. Pre-COVID, it got to the point where I had something literally every night of the week, whether it was a PTA meeting, a Girl Scouts meeting, volunteering for sports, coordinating events. I had zero extra time and was getting pulled away from my family pretty much nightly. I was a complete ball of stress. The house was always a mess and self-care was non-existent. Before I knew it, I put on an extra 40 pounds and it really started to get me depressed and Russ finally said to me, something has got to give. And then COVID happened. It immediately pumped the brakes on all the extras in my life, in all of our lives. I finally had what felt like room to breathe. There were no extras. There was no guilt in staying home because everyone was home. We loved our little bubble. We went back to having dinner as a family every night. We got creative with family activities. We completed home projects that were put off forever. We made some amazing memories. And then the world slowly started opening up again. Sports started up again. Clubs started up again. And the request for my help and my time started up again. But this time around, I was more prepared. Because during COVID, I did a lot of self-work. I was able to truly get to know myself, to realize what is truly important to me, what my root values are to me, as I like to call them. For any of you that are familiar with chakras, your root chakra is what keeps you grounded and centered. So knowing your values and staying true to your values will help keep you grounded. And when you're grounded, it allows you to have that strong foundation and that confidence to be unapologetic about how you spend your time. Which, by the way, I walk you through with my coaching packages. After we clean up your schedule and get your healthy routines in place, we create that space and time for you to do the things that light you up. I help you figure out what your true values are, and then I teach you how to align your life and your time to nurture those values. For more information on my coaching packages, you can check out my website, momwifecareerlife.com backslash coaching. I also offer free discovery calls. You can book some time for us to chat. We'll walk through what you're struggling with, what your goals are, and you'll know by the end of our chat if we're a good fit. You literally have nothing to lose. You can book your discovery call right on my website. Again, it's momwifecareerlife.com. But back to today's episode, and it's such an important topic because so many of us have a hard time with this. It's okay to say no. And today, I'll walk you through how to do just that. So get your notebook ready, grab a pen, and let's get into today's episode. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work and time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. 
Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. Saying no is so hard for many of us, especially if you're a people pleaser. It's how we find ourselves overcommitted, stressed out, and ultimately burnt out. But we need to realize that saying no is not being selfish. Setting boundaries and managing how and where you spend your time is a healthy habit, and it's how you create balance in all areas of your life. So today, I'm walking you through my steps on how to start saying no. Number one, get clear on what your values are. Take some time this week to really reflect on what your values are. What is important to you? If you have a hard time coming up with your values, you can always ask yourself, and sorry, this may be a little bit morbid, but when you are heading for that tunnel of light, what do you want to remember? What do you not want to regret? Your values become pretty clear when you try to view life through that lens. Or you could just look at it from your perspective as you're getting older and as your kids are growing up. Like I'm able to look back now having a sophomore in high school at my 10-year-old to say, what did I miss out on with her? And what do I want to make sure I get with him? So understanding where you might already have small regrets for things that you didn't do and making those corrections in your life going forward. So now my value is spending as much time with my family as I can and making the most memories that I can because I know soon they're going to be grown up and out of the house. So I want to make sure that I'm nurturing those relationships while I can. Number two, keep your calendar up to date. As soon as you get a date, sports schedule, an invitation, put it in your calendar and make sure you're aligning with your spouse so you have their important dates in your calendar too. Those work outings, guys nights, football, fantasy football drafts. I'm sure you've had it happen before where you say yes to something because you don't realize that you have something else going on that day because you never put it in your calendar. So save yourself the headache on the overcommitment and commit to keeping your calendar up to date. The next few are questions that you'll ask yourself when deciding whether you are going to say yes or no to someone. The first question, or tip number three, is the easier of all the questions you're going to ask yourself. Do you have something scheduled for that time? If you're following number two, keeping your calendar up to date, then all you have to do is look at your calendar to see what you have going on for that date or time. And if you have something booked for that day, that time, or around that day and time that you can't commit to anything else, then it's a quick no. Sorry, I have plans. Number four, ask yourself. Does this align to my root values? So for me, I value my faith, spending quality time and nurturing my family and my marriage, serving my community, and personal growth. I have a few others trickled in there, but I go through the mental list in my head, and if something doesn't align to one of those values, then I'm probably going to say no to it. Aligning your time to your values will not only help you have a balanced life, it will make you a lot happier in the long run. Number five. Figure out how long this ask will really take you. Was the ask something that is just for a specific period of time? Like, are you being asked to just show up to that event at a specific time and leave at a specific time? There's no rework or thinking that has to really be done. You're just showing up, volunteering that hour or two, doing a task or two, and going on your merry way? Or is it something really more time-consuming? Is there pre-work or planning involved that will take up your time and your headspace leading up to that event. I've signed up for too many things in my life that I thought were going to be a lot easier than they were. So 
take the time to really understand what you're saying yes to. Number six, ask yourself, does this serve your community? I know I mentioned this under values, but this one deserves its own point because I strongly feel that this should be a value that every human has. So if it wasn't on your list, please, for me, add it now. I'm a big believer in not just donating money and material goods for the less fortunate, but donating your time. Time seriously can be a lot more valuable than money. I also believe that it's our responsibilities as humans to take care of each other. I try to teach my kids this all the time. Not everyone was dealt a great hand in life. We are so blessed to be as fortunate as we are, and it's our jobs to take care of those less fortunate than us. I make time to serve in whatever way I can, especially this time of year. The holidays are coming up, and it's a tough time for so many. I'll be doing an episode in the next few weeks about how to get your kids involved with giving back this holiday season, so look out for that one. But it's our jobs as parents to raise good humans. And we do that by leading by example. So I encourage you to say yes to serving wherever you can. And if you really don't have the time but can afford to make monetary donations, then do that too. One of the ways we give back, and it's so easy to do, is with our senior community. You reach out to a local senior living facility or nursing home and ask if you can come visit. There are so many seniors that are alone and just looking for company. I do this a lot with my Girl Scouts. You can go and read a book. You can go do a craft together. The holidays are coming up. You can make Christmas ornaments or just talk. We've heard so many amazing life stories from Holocaust survivors, World War II veterans, people who lived in our town before it was really built up into a town. I can go on and on, but the point is, try to make time to serve. Number seven, ask yourself, by saying yes to this, what are you really saying no to? When you say yes to something, you are ultimately saying no to something else. It's taking time from your schedule where you could be doing other things like spending time with your family to whatever it is that task is. It's about prioritizing your time, especially when it comes to work. When you're working late, you're saying yes to work and no to everything else that matters in your life outside of work. Think of all the things you are missing out on when you work late. In your mind, it might just be a dinner with your kids, but that time sitting around a table, checking in on how your kid's day was, sharing how your day was, talking about plans for the upcoming week or month, whatever it may be, it may be the thing that makes a difference in your child's day or even your day. I sat down to dinner, a ball of stress after a long day of sitting at a computer and then having to make dinner, which if you've listened to enough of my episodes by now, you know how much I dislike cooking. But sitting down with the family just resets me and reminds me what is important in life. Those little moments that you cannot get back. Work will be there tomorrow or Monday if it's the weekend. Number eight, offer alternatives. You can ask yourself, is there another way to do something or someone else that you know that may be able to do it for you or for that person? This is both in life and at work. I find myself offering up alternatives all the time. I seem to be the go-to person for a lot of things, but there may be other people that are just as knowledgeable or helpful that would love the opportunity to help get exposure, network, meet some new friends, or just an opportunity to get out of the house. Go through your mental network and see if there's someone else you can reach out to to see if they can help before you say no. Obviously, make sure it's an appropriate situation to try to get someone else to help. If you're not sure how the person asking would respond to someone else helping, then 
you're just better off saying no and letting them find another solution. Number nine, be upfront with your why. I truly believe that being honest and speaking from your heart are always the best route to go. But you don't owe anyone an explanation. I'm just a transparent person by nature, so I share. In order to make time for this podcast and my coaching business, I had to really dial back with my extras. And one of those things I had to dial back on was my Girl Scout troop. I'm a Girl Scout troop co-leader, and it comes with a time commitment. I sat down and figured out what I was able to commit to this year and where I knew I had to cut back. I met with my co-leaders, who are an amazing group of busy moms just like me, and explained to them up front that I was starting a new project and that I won't be as available as I typically am. I told them what I could commit to and what I know I won't be able to help with, and they were totally supportive. At work, I finally had the courage to talk to my manager about it too, and I told her that I'm always 1,000% available during working hours, but before and after, I now have commitments that require me to end my workday by 5 p.m. every day. Some days I have to work later, and I do if I have to, because we all need to, but I try my best to stick to my boundaries, and that's what it comes down to, you setting those boundaries and sticking to them. I actually had someone tell me this week they were available for a meeting over the weekend, and I respectfully said that the weekend is for my family, but I'll be available 8 a.m. Monday if you want to meet. And listen, I understand that some jobs aren't as flexible and you might not be in a position to push back, but try to be committed to your boundaries and just communicate. Life is too short and not to be a downer, but tomorrow is not promised. I would rather have the regret of missing a meeting at work than missing making a memory with my children. Again, it all comes down to aligning your time with your values. Number 10, remind yourself you are not responsible for other people's feelings. You are not responsible for people's reactions when you say no. You can't always say yes. You can't always be the giver. You need to do stuff for yourself that lights you up and fills up your cup. And the more things you say yes to, the less time you have for the things that really matter to you. And if you are truly aligning your choices in life with your values, as long as they are positive values, which I'm fairly confident that anyone listening to this show has, then be confident with your choices and don't let the reactions of others affect your joy. I'm adding this point, and it's not really a tip, more of a question to ask yourself because it's something that I deal with almost on a daily basis. Number 11, ask yourself, do you really have the time but the thought of going out gives you social anxiety? I don't know why it took me so long to realize that I have social anxiety. I finally self-diagnosed myself last year. The thought of going to an event and walking into a room of people gets my heart racing and a sense of discomfort and almost panic comes over me. When I tell people this, they are shocked because I seem so outgoing. But my problem is I have a very hard time remembering names and faces and cars. <laughs> my kids can see a car and they're like, oh, that's so-and-so. Nope, not me. I do not have that life skill. So if you're a local listener and we've met before and I walk right by you without acknowledging you, Please don't think I'm being rude. It's because I just have a terrible memory. I'm not sure if it's always because I'm juggling 100 things, but walking into that room, I know that there are probably people whose names and faces I should recognize and recall, but it's really hard for me. But I am pushing through that anxiety. And I've been getting out of my comfort zone. And when I walk into these rooms without my wingman, without my rock of a husband who can talk to a wall by my side, I just put on a welcoming smile on my face and I hope for the best. And I always have an exit strategy, but that's a topic for another episode. 
So those are my tips to help you stop people-pleasing and start saying no. To recap, number one, get clear on what your values are. Take the time to really think about what's important to you and where you want to spend your time. Aligning your time to your values is where true life balance occurs. Number two, keep your calendar up to date. You don't want to overcommit because you forgot to put something on your calendar. Number three, check your calendar to see if you have something else scheduled for that time. If you have something else planned for that day and time, it's an easy no. Number four, ask yourself, does it align with your root values? Go back to that list that you just created. Does it check those boxes? Number five, figure out how long this task will actually take. Ask ahead if there is any additional pre-work or planning involved. Number six, ask yourself, does it serve your community? Get out there and do your part for the less fortunate and raise good humans while you're at it. Number seven, by saying yes to this, what are you really saying no to? What could you be spending that time doing? If it aligns better to your values, then you know what to say. Number eight, offer an alternative. Is there an easier way to do it or someone else that would love the opportunity? Think outside the box. Number nine, be upfront with your why. I'm all about being honest and speaking from the heart. Being upfront and giving people a heads up goes a long way. Number 10, remind yourself that you are not responsible for other people's feelings. Different people react different ways. If you are true to your values, then their reaction is not your responsibility. And bonus number 11. Do you have the time, but maybe you're suffering from social anxiety? Social anxiety and fear are real things. I've let them hold me back so much in my life. Don't let it do the same for you. I hope I gave you a lot to think about in this episode, and please take the time to really get to know yourself and what your values are. You will never have balance in your life if you don't get to the root of who you are and nurture those roots. If you have any good tips you would like to share or want to share how a recent tip of mine made a difference in your life, I would love to hear them. Head on over to our free Facebook group, Mom Wife Career Life, and tell me all about it. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be so grateful if you would take a minute, go on over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me and let them know they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there is a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life or join our new Facebook community. Sending you love and light until next time on the Mom Wife Career Life Podcast with Carrie Patton.